0: Listening to Inclusive AF with Jackie Clayton and Katie Van Horn.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome! This is Katie Van Horn, and this is Jackie Clayton. I'm trying to get it right; it just feels weird. Yeah, that sounded more like uh, you're on the Price Is Right, so like I feel good about it. Yeah, I, I kind of felt good. it. Um, so okay, this is the Inclusive you. AF podcast. Um, and we are coming to you, um, from the heat of the summertime and, um, we need to uh, Erica, we don't even know where you're from, but we'll ask you that here in a bit. Uh, we have a special guest uh, with us today. Erica Hines is joining us. And so, uh, we are going to jump right in. So Erica, I would love for you to introduce yourself, share a little bit about, you know, who you are with our, our listeners.
0: Yeah. My name is Erica Hines and uh, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, So I join you from heat uh, (laughs) and humidity. Um, And uh, a little bit about me, I run a firm called Every Level Leadership. And I like to say that I like to refer to myself as a DEI practitioner with a race equity sort of specialty.
1: Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time first off. I um, would love to hear just how, how you got into this work and kind of what inspired you um, to kind of get started on on doing this leadership work.
0: Yeah, so um, in on August 1st, it'll be 12 years uh, that I've been doing this work and so I remember distinctly that when i first started out uh, i had no intention of doing dei work i was going to do women's leadership um which is like gigantically broad (laughs) um uh, but i was like that's what i'm about women's leadership and so um my intro into doing specifically work around inclusion and equity and diversity and racial equity came from um when you go out into the consultant world world i'll just be very transparent like you take any job that you can get right because you you want to be able to feed yourself and have a you know roof over your head and so i fell into the work um 12 years ago and uh quickly found that it was more interesting than what i had originally set out to do um it was more fulfilling than what i set out to do um and and at that time that was like we weren't even we were like just starting to talk about unconscious biases and i was like what is this let's explore that (laughs) so um now i'm sort of like uh oh, unconscious biases like that's okay yeah whatever everybody knows that's fine move on let's move on um, <laughs> but uh that's what brought me to the work and what really made it a vocation was um i've always been oriented towards like social justice and social change and i began to view doing this type of work as one of the ways in which i could help create social change so
2: I love that. It's it's so important. I think um, I don't know if I've actually met somebody who said, you know, I'm going to do diversity and equity work. I think it's uh, we should start asking everyone how did they get in into this space. Um, but that's such a long time. I'm gonna like ask what like what do you think keeps you doing I can understand now and listening to the social justice, but I have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not diversity fatigue. Sometimes it's diversity practitioner fatigue, where I'm like, yeah. I swear to God, like not one more day. Mm-hmm. One more person asked me to to do this, I'm out. I am out. Yeah. Um, how do you, how have you, you sustain doing it for that amount of time and still smile?
0: Um <laughs> There's a couple of ways. So uh, absolutely, absolutely like cosign, if there were five of me, five times, um, diversity (laughs) practitioner fatigue, um, also co-sign the idea that, you know, we can be operating or, you know, sometimes I think about like I'm operating in like doing my little piece of the pie here and the entire world has decided to explode. Um, therefore my little piece of the pie means nothing because the entire world. So, um, i i didn't i didn't expect to sort of i feel like i'm about to go deep so this is okay we're gonna we're gonna do this so i think one of the things that sustains me is like when things when big events that are hap are happening that are unjust i do go back to my roots of being committed to social change. And I literally go back to books that have sustained me in terms of my desire to have impact. So like one of the places, uh, there's a book, uh, one of the places that I like call Mecca is, although that might be like, you know, inappropriate. So I call a divine place for me is um, the Highlander Center. And so they were early; like they were one of the the places where uh, civil rights was started. And so, um, what sustains me is going back to like the early roots of folks and movements that I admire. And I'm like, all right, like none of this is new, right? Like the world has been unjust, and we just get flare ups of unjustness, and um, and that progress takes time. And so I think what sustains me is to be like, all right, go watch Hulu, eat ice cream, yell at the world, rest for a couple of days, but then go back to where you know that you can have influence and do the work.
2: That's a lot better than my plan of like, just drinking Corona and calling Katie. (laughs)
0: I mean, no, that happens too. I mean, there's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. Let me add. It's a balance. I should probably not have like said that I was like that I'm sitting here in like this very like uh, -like (laughs) monk-like life. No, there's a lot of also like I'm gonna watch TikTok for seven hours and then I'm gonna watch Hulu and then I'm gonna talk to my friend and we're gonna talk about how everyone was horrible and we're going to devolve into whatever. No, 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 no. It's it's everything. It's all of that in between. The point is that I go like, all right, I've had that. Yes. Do I want to continue? Okay.
1: <laughs> right. I, I think right. that's such a critical piece because I I think we all have or you know, hopefully folks have those spaces where you can have the silly conversations and watch TikTok and talk about, you know, what feud is going on between what mom on TikTok because there's a lot going on with some moms on TikTok that I just recently saw. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, But like, Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. always something or, you know, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial that, you know, everyone on TikTok thought they could dissect. And all of a sudden we're all lawyers and and always fascinating to us. But um, but I, I think there's also it is that you have to have those spaces where you can just go completely somewhere away from what yeah. we do every day all day um but yeah the corona helps too um yep. that's also good corona beer to be clear not corona right. yeah.
0: <laughs> i also think that there's like when people ask me like what do you read i i, I don't read I mean, like, yeah, I have workbooks, right? And I have a lot of those workbooks. But in terms of like fiction, I don't read things that are about the racialized trauma or like gender-based trauma. No, I literally read cozy mysteries. Yep. <laughs> I love that.
1: And that's perfect. Yeah, mine oh, yeah. is more a smut novel. I'm, I'm a smut novel girl. Oh, well, there's that so, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> You know, I just go over here and I'm like, you know, yes, uh, yes. I'll be like, whatever. The world is perfect. So, yeah, let's go Everything's fine. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I love
1: though. I
2: really. I have a question though. What? What's the biggest change you've seen in the last twelve years? Like, are you seeing the same types of clients? Who was hiring you twelve years ago versus who is hiring you today?
0: Oh, um, I thought you were going to say societally. (laughs) No, I was like, wait, I have an answer. So who is hiring me today? Um, when I first started out, I was doing a lot of work with government agencies and it was really around like, how can we be more diverse and how can we be more inclusive? Um, And it really was like all right this is like the folks who were hiring me really wanted to like understand the 101 level of how this works um and now the folks who hire me (laughs) so i'm going to be cheeky they think they understand the 101 level and i have to go like do you like we're, we're going back to the beginning and i often like you know sort of start it by saying For some of you this is review i'm gonna just think that you know it but we're all gonna get on the same page um but i mean i think honestly for anyone who does the work that we did 2020 blew everything up and i went from being like comfortably busy to overwhelmingly busy to back to comfortably busy but also wanting to like move my business in a different direction and so i i don't know about you all but like i'd say to clients i was like look everyone decided that they suddenly wanted to be anti-racist as of june 2020 and i also want to be clear to you that if you think that you're going to be anti-racist in 24 months you're wrong so now that we've gotten that established let's move on
2: (laughs) right i i think um if you look, I, I don't know if you saw it. So my, um, I, I work at Textio. I report to Karen Snyder, and we were having these conversations. And she posted on LinkedIn this past week, like, there's so many people that are passionate about this that refuse to recognize, like, you really need a practitioner to do this work.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and there's a lot of. Um, you're right. There's a lot of pop, like in 2020, and unfortunately, there are a lot of like hacks, like 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 that came out of 2020 that gave some Agreed. really bad advice right. that we're seeing <laughs> into the place, and you're like, no. Um, but it, I think that you're right. We're also seeing. there, I think you know there, we're seeing significant changes, like. Mm. There are things that I can think of as a practitioner, especially going where I'm dedicated to one client when when my boss says, this is what we're doing for the executive team, and this is not an optional, this is not a nice to, Yeah, this is what's yeah. expected at a minimum commitment, this is what we, you know, it's almost like happy tears, because, you know, if people are doing it right, they need to get to those spaces. Some people are still having that one um, anti bias class.
1: Mm -hmm. That's what I was also going to say, I'm like, I think we, I agree with you wholeheartedly that June 2020, it was like, we all need to do this immediately and we're going to fix it in 25 minutes or less. And you're like, no. Sorry. And could you just um,
0: record it for us? Because, like, I yes. kind of want to oh be able to do yes. it on our time and we won't engage, We don't we need engage to engage about me, it.
1: Erica. Right, can right. you, right. Can you just send right. me a one page. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're going to send us all over the edge right now. Um, but I, I, I do think there's also, to Jackie's point, like, there is this you have folks that are still at that 101 level. And then you have other folks that are trying to move the needle. But I I agree with both of you that it is you have to have that expert that can come in and actually help you with what do you need to do Mm -hmm. to actually make this real and make a change happen, not just have that two hour anti bias uh, training or whatever it might be. Like, how do you dig into the systems and the tools and the processes? Yeah, I think that's the piece that folks did. I I truly believe I don't know what your thoughts are, but so many people did reach out and it was like oh we're just gonna do this training and then it's gonna be fine and you're like no it won't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: someone asked me to do a 30 minute lunch and learn on anti-bias and i was like my ego i tripped me up so like you know
0: yeah were you like are you joking like are you are you joking (laughs) yes i was like
1: wow wow So if you could go up, go ahead and knock out racism in thirty minutes or less, that'd be great. Thanks, Jackie. (laughs) I'm like,
2: in thirty minutes, it's like, hi, my name is Jackie. Um, this is bias. This is unconscious bias. Okay, bye. Like I don't even know. Like, yeah. Like, um, any questions?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know about you all. Um, I find myself doing a lot of like at the beginning, like even before I have the client, you know, we're like, we're in conversation Um, or we're just at the beginning of our engagement with each other. I find myself saying things to them like, oh, just so you know, I don't actually have all the answers. Like this is is gonna be an iterative process. Like we're gonna try some things, some things aren't gonna work. We're gonna come back like you hired me because I have a lot of tools. Um, And also so that I can like, hold this process for you right i'm going to hold it because but let me be clear i also want to give it back to you like i'm not trying to hold this forever i don't i do not work with you forever like <laughs> i want to work with you enough and i want to send you on your way but i find myself sort of like kind of really trying to promote to them what might be difficult about this in the beginning like i i will say to them at some point you'll resist me at some point mm-hmm. you'll like resist the fact that like what I'm suggesting to you, like you're not going to like it or somebody's not going to like it. And I was like, I just want us to be clear that that's going to happen. Cause when I name it, right. I don't suddenly want you to be like met out of the blue where it's like, no, we're committed to this idea. Right. But no one's resisting. And I'm like, remember how I told you this would come up.
1: <laughs> I want to get a bell Erica where I could just be like, here it is well i think it's also like if you think about change management which is a lot of the work that this is yeah and and i think we all know that in change management there's that resistance phase and the denial phase and all the phases that you see happen but then there's also on top of that when you're talking about this type of work there's a personal oh gosh like you're you're personally attacking your per there's a personal Piece to it, and that's why when I'm talking to folks, you know, I'm I'm I do talk about also that you're on a personal journey and on a company journey, and mm. everyone's on their that's own, right. At their own place that's in right. the journey and at different phases of the journey, and each person is going to have those reactions at different moments. And sometimes it's going to be when you're least expecting it. And even myself, as I do this work, there are times when someone will say something in a room, and I'm like, Ooh, OK, that was a little bit of a gut punch and I need to now take that in, yeah. feel, you know, feel some sort of way, but also not react, not and and process this and come back with what's the right answer, not what does that defense mechanism want me to say? Mm. Not all white people, you know, not all white women, you know, all no. all all <laughs> yes. all.
2: I love what Erica says on her website. I don't know if you got a chance to see this part, but she's like, you have to for change, you have to be humble and ready to fumble. (laughs) I am ask to borrow that because that (laughs) I was like, yes, that's it. (laughs) I, I mean, and I have to recognize that, you know, now with Beyonce's break my soul song, I'll be like, I'll be right back and I can just turn it up and then I'll come come back. But I love the humble ready to fumble concept and i'd love to know like tell me more like okay so then you get to the point where we know we all get where people like now they're you know you're peeling back the onion and they got to the core or now they recognize why this happened how this happened when you're doing these long you know like i'm mad at you or i'm frustrated because this hurts or this is not fun work Mm -hmm. um Besides just like bringing it back up to the attention, what do you, what have you do, done or do you have a situation that you can share that you think that you ended up giving yourself a pat on the back at the end of the day?
0: Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed you will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. So um, if I'm understanding you it's it's like when people show their resistance like how do I handle that resistance Yes. Okay. This is when I'm going to um, refer to the fact that I have been pretty much spent 20 years in therapy and yeah. in therapy, what they teach. You, I'm going to be one of those people in therapy. What they teach you yeah. is that um, it is not your responsibility to take on other people's baggage. Yes. <laughs> and so. Um, And that's not me trying to be like a smart ass. It's literally like, that is what I do. I will be like, okay, so I understand that you're upset. I understand that you don't like this. I understand that you don't like me. And they'll be like, no, no, I like you. I love you. I'm like, either way, if I feel like I've gone as far as I can go in terms of like holding that individual, like, luggage right the baggage that they're like i'm gonna put everything out there and i'm gonna let you know and i want you to pick up my baggage and literally carry me through this because i am at a crossroads i go um so i'm gonna ask you what you need to do so that you pick up your own baggage and you take it back like i feel like we've discussed this as much as we can discuss it in like this big this big you know group and you know when you have to have that one-on-one time and i'm like i hear you i understand you and i'm going to give you a few questions to reflect on That's why are how... you like that who hurt you it's, uh, it's really more like oh, sorry stop no. doing that stop it
1: stop it How'd you you're, get you're, here? you're making me think of a book it, it's an overbook book because uh you know we love her yeah, yeah, um yes, oh, absolutely uh, and i'm gonna forget the name of it but um of course
0: it's not gonna come oh, um go ahead
1: it's not the what happened to you it's yes what happened to you and it's a great book by uh, oprah and um bruce perry mm-hmm. one of the doctors that's always on her or was on her show and it basically is just those things. Like, how do you start to, I'm going to use the word that everyone hates the unpack. I'd start to unpack the actual things that have happened to you that, that mm-hmm. make you react or behave in certain ways. And not the let me blame my parents for everything, or let me blame my childhood for everything, but just the, Oh, okay. Now I understand that I react this way because of that. But to your point, y- you have to own that. It's not anyone else's to own. It's yeah. yours
0: yeah and i also think that there's a certain amount of like i don't know i try to share times when i was like closed minded and said things that i usually i mean a place where i feel like well not feel i know i had to do work was in terms of um learning more about the trans community Mm -hmm. and so i talk about early like mistakes that i made 10 years ago that weren't appropriate that like did not <laughs> did a disservice hurt people's feelings i caused harm and so mm-hmm. i talk about and i talk about my reaction to, to when somebody said like "the uh, yeah you caused harm mm-hmm. so i mean i do think that there's also this element of like when an, a person is like replicating that i also tell them like i get where you are and i'm also telling you like this is what i did not because i'm perfect But to let you know you're human Mm -hmm. but in your humanness that does not mean that you get to leave me (laughs) with the crap that you feel about your humanness all i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. to you is like i get it i've been there i've done it i was on my feelings i was like i am not that person i have fallen out on the floor and and i'm on the other side
2: and you're gonna have Mm -hmm. to take your whole human self right back out that door right exactly like we'll see Well, you will see you later i I think that is a great point and um you know i i've always said you know like usually when those things come up like that's your sign and you need to sit in it for a minute whatever is coming up is like because i you know not only am i not only am i here to help i'm getting paid to be here this is exactly what you wanted that's yep. how this works. And then you have yeah. to explain that to, to organizations, I don't know if this has been your experience, but you have to explain, um, getting to the place of diversity and inclusion is a painful, disruptive process. Well, Nobody's gonna make s'mores and sing Kumbaya. It's not fun, there's conflict. And so what yeah. part of this is an exercise, is learning how to manage and deal with conflict in a way without resorting to like hurting someone, there's a difference of right, right. having. That's why they're having these um, tough people have to learn to have
0: real tough conversations. Or throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> or throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> right, so yes. right. Yes. So they're like, I may not have hurt you, Katie, but I'm a fall out in front of everybody. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, yes. as an adult, and right. then when I'm asked to take a time out, because that's what I need. <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. fall out some more and try and get mm-hmm. like four other people to fall out with me. And I'm like, no, 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 You go fall out over there. We're gonna take 10 minutes. Let's all right. have whatever feelings. Um, I'ma have my feelings too, but you know what? I'm actually having them during those 10 minutes, not right now. Yeah, <laughs> right. You go collect yourself and I'm gonna check on you. I'ma even and and by the way, when I mean check on you, I'm gonna be like, do you wanna discuss something? because we're going to go back in here and i'm going to continue to run this training
1: right yep
0: so i just want you to know that this train is moving forward and you can either sit there and have your lip out fine or you can be a part of the training both are fine but we're still moving forward
1: (laughs) that's right i love that and i think that's also hard for people to like even i think the reactionary temper tantrum the oh, you're, you know, saying bad things about me. You're making, you're making me feel badly. And you're like, no, yes. no, I'm not. I, I'm holding you accountable. I'm letting you know what, what isn't okay anymore. And you know, yeah. I, Jackie asked earlier really about like, what has evolved over the last 12 years or what's changed for you. And like trans language, that's, that's a perfect like example yeah. of what we knew 12 years ago or thought was okay versus yeah. today in, in, in I, I'm, you know, the trans community, I can, you know, I think we, there's a lot of different things. That it's, no, you can't say that, feel that way, think that way. Like, this is what I Mm -hmm. need. This is where I need you to be now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part that's also hard is that it's that continual, you know, you said, do I, did I have a closed mindset? You know, did I, was I closed off to the idea of something and having to shift that. And we are having to be so adaptable and so open to change and open to what else, how else can we learn? What else can we learn about this topic? And I think that's hard. Like, that—that that is very hard to always be like, hey, I could be wrong about this. Hey, yeah. I, I could learn something new about this. Because right. we do want to be right. We do want to know. And and to be like, actually, just maybe not so much. You don't know. Like, give it a minute. Um, <laughs> so I think that's part of it, too. But I I, I do appreciate that it is the go take a time out. And there's nothing wrong with that like i'd rather you go take a time out and sit in your feelings for that 10 minutes and come back mm-hmm. and be productive mm-hmm. versus disrupting the entire situation because to your point we're all moving forward come on when you're ready yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah oh i did want to say um <laughs> it might be a shameless plug there is merch with be humble and ready to fumble on it on my website.
1: Oh, oh! Okay. I, am a I have. A, sure of
0: getting... I have a shop. I have a shop with uh with the, uh, stuff on it. So there's a uh, be humble, ready to fumble. There's also thriving, not surviving, which has to do with my oh. new initiative about Black women thriving. When and I then get there's... there,
2: I'll buy that shirt. Okay. <laughs> <I'm not there. laughs> i don't want to misrepresent
0: so so there's a lot there's a lot of stuff there but you can definitely have the mug that says be humble and ready to fumble you it can be all yours
1: that's awesome that is awesome so i know what jackie's getting i know what jackie's getting for christmas now so that's perfect i love it um so what are you learning about now what are you working on right now with clients that maybe has been different Mm -hmm. than in the past Uh, you know, I, you just mentioned a new initiative that you're, Mm -hmm. you're working on, but what are some of the things that you're excited about or that you're working on that are cool and new or, or, or not new and cool, but just the work.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, I'll talk about the client piece. And then, I I mean, if you don't mind, I'd I'd love to talk about the the new research, um, Mm -hmm. around black women in the workplace, um, which I hope to be working with clients with, but The research just came out a month ago, so we're still in like, look, it's here. Um, But I think the thing that I'm most excited to work with clients on. um, I like my my colleagues will tell you like I if I never teach another unconscious bias training, I will die happily. (laughs) Um, But also so. So I like to say to them, they're they're like, we know you don't like 101 stuff. I'm like, nope, like we got to get into, you know, how is this showing up in your hiring practices? How is this showing up in like your values? So I really like getting into the whole, like, what is your plan? Like we can have strategies all day, but like, I want to help you figure out what your plan is so that like, this is uh, like, so that we begin to like embed this into how your company runs right and so um, when we start getting to those conversations where they're like oh okay we we get that we've seen that like we're we're changing our um uh like our our retention metrics so that it you know that we require like evidence so that managers aren't like you know what I like, Jackie. So therefore, Jackie. You know the, the things we all see. Like I like doing that stuff and getting into the like. What are we going to fundamentally change? Now. <laughs> and put to put in place. So that this stays put. Uh-huh. Beyond your knowledge, you know, beyond the like knowledge building. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm getting to do that more and more. And I think it's partially because it's like saying like, look, go, I, I literally, I actually have done videos on some of those those, uh, 101 topics. I'm like, go watch those, we'll debrief, it's all good. But I'm like, I wanna spend my time here. <laughs> um, sometimes that works, sometimes it's backfired, but I thought that they were further along than they were. And mm-hmm. um, we had to go back to the 101. And I was like, why are we here? <laughs> Again. guess um, oh yeah
1: <laughs> but isn't it but isn't it cool this is the part that I will say you know when you're talking about you know kind of the promotion process and being able to like have those conversations and say okay and, and you don't maybe have to call them out because usually one of their peers will or they'll say something and then they'll go oh I hadn't thought about it that way or, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I am using language that maybe isn't great for whatever. And once that light bulb goes off and, you know, I, I think I've shared the story a few times when I was at my prior uh, company, we had been doing a ton of work on bias and promotions and review process and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I actually had like a group of engineers, mostly white males, sitting in a room and we were doing a calibration session on all of the engineers in the whole company you know their subordinates and the someone said something and you literally saw every head like look up and like look at the person like did you just say that out loud (laughs) like you're not supposed to say that anymore yes that's not how we're talking about this anymore and that's the coolest part too is when they start to like get it themselves and you don't have to be the one to correct or Mm -hmm. to uh, you know, help them with the language, all that good stuff. So that or when it's fun, I agree with you.
0: Yeah. Or when like you just make a suggestion and they run with it and they're like, Hey, I just want you to look, look at this, like, give me feedback. And I'm like, what? Oh, where did you even get that from? <laughs> like, <laughs> not yes. th- in a bad way, but I was like, no, this is yes. amazing. Uh, I'd never thought of that rubric. Uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, may I use this? <laughs>
2: Absolutely, and it is absolutely, absolutely true. <laughs> you know, I just got—we had—we just launched a, a training class, and someone was like, "Oh, did Jackie do this?" I was like, "No, Jackie did not." Turns out, mm-hmm. we can, we there's more people that can do that. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's and it's lovely, and it's. I think what's difficult in my um, and tell me if you've had this experience is that I don't. It is fragile after you get to that space it is fragile and it is i think interesting to see one new person in an organization that maybe not was not vetted Mm
0: -hmm.
2: properly or where an exception was made can just like set your organization fully backwards right like Mm -hmm. i try to explain you don't know unconscious bias till it hits you in the face and when it does it's too late there's not a matter of training you can't control your mouth you're gonna fall out on the floor so you think you're ready you don't know if you're ready yep right Yep. and it's just so interesting
0: it is uh it's interesting and also i feel i don't know this is where I, I have started to say, I don't say this to clients, but here I'm going to say it on the podcast. Um, it's I say it amongst, case.
1: it's just us three. No one's listening. It's no one's not, gonna, know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what yeah.
0: I say amongst my peers is at some point in like a relationship with the client, I have to say to myself, I can't care more. I can't care That's more right. than you That's about right. your place, becoming diverse and inclusive and equitable like i can i cannot invest more energy that's right than you are willing to invest so if you decide that this thing which could be like transforming your organization that you're like nope Mm -hmm. then i'm not like it's not my job to like continue to 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 push that transformation on you what is my job is to like close out the deliverables you know get you to where i think that you can get in a way that i like not that i assume like a matriarchal role it's more like if i can assess that you're only going to get here and you've decided you don't want to do anymore i feel like my responsibility is to get you there get you set up and let you be
1: <laughs> amen and i think we've all been in that situation where you've had a client where you're like, I don't know how else to say this, explain mm-hmm. it, walk through it, justify it, whatever the word is to get you on board and and that it, it can be hiring it can be any of the pieces of the puzzle around people yeah and and I think we've all whether it's a department within a company or a group or whatever it might be, where you do have that pushback and it is like, okay I'm at the end of the day I get to walk away. And I wish you well. Yeah, and it hurts my heart that you're not going to do more because it will make such a huge positive impact on your yep. organization.
0: And I'm deeply frustrated.
1: And it's mm-hmm. fresh. <laughs> yeah. And I want to shake you just to scotch. But I am going to walk away. And yeah, and that's the part. But uh, but every one of those, I also have you know that person that then reaches out from that team that says, "Can you just push a little bit harder because they're almost there?" or can you say it this way or whatever? And I've had so many like, of those happen too, <sighs> where like tell me have, what that's
0: like because I don't yeah, think I yeah, yeah, have yeah. a lot no. of those. <laughs>
1: well, like you'll have someone on the team that will be like, if they just could hear you say it this way or what, and and yeah. it is one of those things, or hear it from someone else, or and I mean, I Jackie knows this because she's actually been one of the people. I'll bring other people into the conversation. If you can't hear me say it, maybe you can hear Jackie say it, or maybe you can mm-hmm. hear whoever mm-hmm. say it. In a different way than what I'm going to put it, and that will actually help with the impact. Because um, I think there's just those those groups. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm walking away hoping that you implement this and hoping yeah. that you actually make these changes. Because it will be, it, it, you know, we talk about the small tweaks that you can make in organizations and the little things that you can do that will make such a huge impact. And you're like, if you would just do these little tiny things, right, right. You won't break my soul. You won't break
2: my soul. You won't break my soul. So I'm not much of a singer.
0: <laughs> so when Beyonce came out with that song, I was like, that should be the tagline for Black women thriving because yes, yes this yes. piece around, um you know, so the research project that we did was a did are doing was around looking at. Um, what did thriving in the workplace look like for black women? Mm -hmm. And asking black women, what are the conditions that you think need to be in place at work for you to thrive? And before we even got to those two questions, we had, we asked black women, what do you think it means to thrive? Like, what does thriving mean to you? Like, the question that we asked our focus groups was, um, tell me what you think thriving means and like this hurt my heart (laughs) because when we did these focus groups um not once not twice but over 15 times 20 times we heard i don't know no one's ever asked no one's ever asked me what thriving means to me and then they followed without us asking this question they said but i know i don't have it and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. So I didn't ask, like, do you think you have it? They were like, I don't, I can't, like, I can't visualize and tell you what it means, but I know I don't have it at at work and so um of course that was super depressing (laughs) and then we were like okay but we also have research about what thriving like there's been research out there like what does thriving look like in the workplace and so what we did in this research is we said all right if we look at these premises of what thriving looks like i want to ask black women like uh um do you think you have this um and like what what hasn't what what is inhibiting you as a black woman from thriving because a lot of times people are like like overall the research around thriving is like oh it's about burnout um you know what stops people from thriving is like not having autonomy um and what we heard from black women is also that there is the fact that you're a black woman in the workplace and what is the impact of of um systemic historical inequities that find themselves deeply woven into how organizations run that keep black women from thriving from every place from like their paychecks to also like their well-being. I mean, stop me at any time. So
2: no, (laughs) I'm just, (laughs) I am like, so I'm very emotional about it just because like I am blessed to be in the position that I am. And I think for me, In in this stage right now, I'm privileged to be able to say that the trauma comes when something positive happens. I'm starting to work on putting a curriculum. I don't know, maybe we'll work on it together. Um, Because people don't recognize when you have an inclusive environment, how that rattles marginalized people like I don't even know what the fuck is happening. Right. You're like, yeah. Why is everyone listening to me? Why isn't anybody arguing with me? Like, it's yeah. a real thing. Yep. And they're like, I'm just treating yep. you like everybody else. It's like, what? Like, you just want to give people your wallet. Like, you just don't know what's happening. This right. isn't real. And I got emotional because my boss was like, last month, a couple months ago, was like, I know you've been really going through a lot. You should take the week off. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, this is the second I'm damn near 50. I've taken two week long vacations in my life and both of them, one was this past Christmas and the other one was this past week ever in my life.
0: Well, so we're gonna talk about thriving in one's personal life in a separate conversation. Um, Cause I'm like ah, rest um, okay, and restorative yeah, practice. <laughs> um, but baby. I totally understand um and 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 so in doing it's it's this is this research is it's obviously very close to my heart for a few reasons one i'm a black woman um because sometimes people are like why black women why not like all women of color and i was like i am a black person <laughs> therefore i wanted to study black women right. that should be obvious to you <laughs> <laughs> It should not be this question over here. Um, it's the hand
2: gestures for me.
0: Right, like, <laughs> do you see me? Um, but then the second reason is that, like, sort of tying this into, like, just being a DEI practitioner. Um, I have sat through so, I've given so many trainings where I have literally watched Black women never talk. Yes, I have done trainings where black women come up to me privately and say thank you for saying that. Yes, I have had black women come up to me and say, I agree with you, but I'm not going to open my mouth Uh because dot dot dot. Yes. And I was like, what am I what are we doing this for going back to the beginning? like. If you feel like after this training, you still can't open your mouth. I'm not actually going to look at you black woman and go like, that's your fault. I'm like this. And you know, I do come from like a nonprofit and philanthropic background, but I'm going to say like across the board, organizational systems are broken. Mm -hmm. So I was like the i i very much we did this research and i very much said at no point in this research when we write recommendations will we ask black women to do anything the recommendations are written to organizations yes they are written to managers and leaders there is never there and and in in this research like that felt very important for me to like hold that line in a very strong way because it kind of is like an undercurrent of when even if i'm like as i'm talking to you all i was like the thing i'm not going to do that we're not going to do that i and why i feel like this is exciting to me (laughs) um is that i was like we were we will never say you have to navigate this space that wasn't built for you Mm. i'm tired of it i'm not doing it (laughs) like i'm not saying it i'm not giving you navigation skills which is very interesting because outside of our dei practitioner circle here everybody's like what advice would you give black women and i've had to say like none i'm not giving black women. and then they're like wait what i was like here's my advice do this work if you want to take care of yourself deeply rest Um, Mm -hmm. Let people who have called themselves allies decide that they're going to stand in solidarity. I'm like, I am not telling black women to do anything, Um, but I hope that this work is meant to center them and to say to organizations, now it's your turn. So I'll stop. Let me know if you have questions. What questions do you have? Thoughts, responses, whatever. Um, what my
1: response is is that we need a part two. Number that's my, my response,
2: response is I'm taking a fucking nap,
0: Katie. Yeah, you're on, you're okay. up, I'm napping. All right. All right. I think like, we haven't I, even I, talked about any of the results yet. No, I'm like, I might like,
1: My like goodness I Yeah, like I, I know. I, I we have like, to hear all. The oh
2: things. my gosh. Okay, so we should ask people for samples. Like you know, it's our first time meeting. We're hanging out. we, we, we need a sample <laughs> so that we know that so, we need
1: more time. Yeah. So I, I want to respond to what you're saying because amen, men, I, I think the message of, like, I cannot tell you how many trainings that just literally make my skin crawl of, we need to teach women how to t- physically take up more space or how to be in a room or how to, or how to speak or how to the, I mean, so it, Bob, I think it goes basically
0: back. what you want is for men to become, you want women to act to more like men. men. Right.
1: And and not just men—a very particular narrow oh, yeah. view of what a man yeah, is absolutely. in their mind. And but but if they do that, they're also bitches. So let's be clear. Mm-hmm. So they actually can't do absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um. So like I, it just it's so refreshing to hear this, and it's something that I hope everyone who's listening really hears that message, if nothing else, of your ERGs, all of your DEI work, and you know I think the. This is not the work of people of color or of whatever marginalized group you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. This is everyone's work. Mm-hmm. And, and Jackie needs a nap. I need a nap. It just makes me
2: laugh because it actually is my job. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I, I mean, <laughs> but, but, but I don't fair. have to do it in other spaces, right? Like, right. I, I, I think that I, that is what's so important to say. And I, I, listen, true story. I'm, you know, I'm the VP of TA and DEI. So I'm talking and the woman said, literally yesterday, I almost, I had to sit that's why Beyonce is still fresh on the mind because I talked to the candidate and she said, I was like, what's your experience in, in inclusive spaces or p- places striving to be inclusive or have you had your own personal journey? Because I'm curious no i wouldn't know those things i would have to do i would have to do research and i was like where would you start and then they said where they would start and then they said do you have anything for me i go i have nothing for you
0: what went through my mind was to throw this headset off um
2: (laughs) right and i was just like and i and, and someone goes Someone I mean, if you followed me, people who followed me through the years know that I'm in a different space. I'm also, you know, close to 50 and I also am, you know, had life experiences and they say, oh, you don't care anymore. No, I care very much. And I'm and just like everyone else. We can't get there if we can't have real talk and and I'm just glad I really want to know the research. I had a client this past week tell me or a guy when they no wanted to show me his inclusion software, which I usually don't say. And he goes, what do you. <laughs> now, keep in mind, I'm the only person there. There's two people from representatives and I said, so what did your study say about the difference between um, black women or men and women, he goes, they want the same things. I was like, no, they don't. And I was like, what about black women? He's like, black women and white women want the same things. I go now I know you're a lie. And now I know you're a lie. Because (laughs) white women want black women to get out of the way. So we can't those two things. That's impossible. That's not true. Mm -hmm. And he goes, actually, I haven't done the research. I was like, you know what? Listen, you're like, you want to break my soul. (laughs) You want to break my soul. Listen,
0: See, Ooh. I would have been like, "Well, no shit, Sherlock," because I literally right. like that was a trick question. That was a trick question.
2: Yeah, you weren't supposed and to. And you even failed. Oh. that You said same. Yeah, we're done. What? We don't um, even want to wear the same kind of socks. How okay. you gonna? We can't agree. Listen,
0: hold on a second. Hold go, on. Hold Jackie's hold like, on. "Let's let's on. continue." It's seven o'clock. Okay. No, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I like. I
1: oops. I need to push pause. So um we're going to pause here, yeah. but, but Erica, I want you back for part two and we'll get it. We'll after we stop recording, we'll figure this out because yeah. we need to get yeah. part two going. Cause I want to hear all of the results, the research. Um, what is one thing though from this conversation you want folks to take away?
0: Um, Gosh. Okay. I think one thing that I want folks to take away. And I, and I think Katie, it was something that you said, um, that I'm like deeply, deeply, deeply believe, which is this piece of, like, we are not going to achieve inclusion and equity. If we don't do the self work that we have to do and like maintain, like, i mean the reason i say practitioner and i say this is because it's a practice Mm -hmm. like i'm not walking around erica Hines, inclusive individual erica Hines likes her little group of people like i have to work at Mm -hmm. this i'm not trying to entertain somebody who's different than me i have but i have to work so i'm like what i want you to realize is like it takes it takes you continuing to work on yourself and being a part of like the group and the collective that's trying to make the change gosh and now i can i say another one can i say another? yeah Absolutely. see this is what
1: ha- i told you this is what happens. there's never just one jackie and i are oh. so bad at this game but we do it every time because it's fun
0: <laughs> and stop thinking that <laughs> dei is like i i say this all the time i am not harry potter i am not looking into here i say this like at the beginning i am not harry potter i am not here if i could actually tap my wand and make your place inclusive and equitable first of all i would not be working with you because i would be a billionaire because i could just do this right Mm -hmm. and i was like so stop thinking that if you just do this thing it'll suddenly happen i'm like it's a whole bunch of things it takes like behavior and skills and software and and I'm like I need you to realize the enormity of this and yes be like overwhelmed by it but also just realize that's what it takes and just get to work.
1: Mhm. Awesome. Thank you. Jackie, what you got?
2: Um I'm taking a nap and I, I people really need to you know hug a DEI practitioner. I don't think people recognize the work that we do, and I want to give Erica a big, like, hug and have that support, and I'm, I know that it stands out to me to know that you haven't had a lot of conversations with a lot of other DEI practitioners, and that hurts my heart, because this is hard, I don't know if I could do it without cussing people out with Katie, I don't know what I would do. (laughs) So I think, like, I want people to know that this is really hard work. It is a practice, and it's something that um, that it takes an area of expertise And one
1: book, one training, and one person is just not going to get it done. It's funny that you just said that, Jackie, because as we were talking, I literally sent a text message to one of our friends, Viva Asmalash, and I'm like, you have to listen to this episode we're recording right now because she <laughs> is a DEI practitioner and I am like, I know it's hard right now. I, well, it's just hard. Not even just right now. I know it's hard. No, yeah, um, yeah. I, and so, yes, yeah, spot on. And so everyone needs to go hug a DEI practitioner today. Um, for me, I think it's the stop asking Black women to do this work. Mm-hmm. Like it it, it, it has Weird. to be, yeah, it has to be Period everyone else needs to change. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also the part that will be the hardest thing for people to wrap their brains around. Um, but it's not an excuse. Yep. stop asking black women to do
0: that. I don't
2: do ERGs. Is why I, do- I mean, that's a whole nother thing. We need to stop talking.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cause I was uh, like, wait, so I need to okay. also add oh, these wait, three what? points.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, we'll be back folks don't you worry uh this This is katie van
2: horn and this is jackie clayton Uh, a bye